Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 148, Christmas Time at Disney. My name is Pete, and joining me tonight is Tom. Really disappointed that you didn't go with the initial title we discussed. We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. Look, I, I don't share my singing voice with a lot of people. Why don't you, why don't you share with, with the group what, uh, what the original title was? I can't do it as awfully as you did it, so <laughs> I'm just gonna. He was gonna sing. It's Christmas time. It is Christmas time. It is. Yeah. I mean, tis the season. Tis the season. Um, there's yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of Christmas happenings at Disney World, despite some changes. You know, things are not as they. Uh, as they usually are. I, you know, I, hopefully this is the only Christmas that we have to be like this, right? Because what is Christmas without Christmas at Disney? Well, yeah, and then, I mean, probably the most notable change or thing that's missing is, is uh, the Very Merry Christmas Party, in which you get a nighttime parade, typically, as well as a nighttime fireworks, fireworks show. And yeah. we we aren't doing that this year. and. Gotcha. We have uh, Pete. Have you done very merry? I know I've done it. Uh, no, I don't think I have. Just done, uh, not so scary. You've done not so scary. You've done villains as as yep. add-ons, but so yeah, very very merry Christmas party. I think has the best parade at Disney World. You know, I know you there so? are a lot of uh, what is it? Boo to you? Is that the other? Is that the parade? Boo, not so scary. Boo to you is not so scary. That's correct. So a lot of people like that one, but yeah. So that's probably the the. I mean, that's one of the many things we're missing at at uh, right now in the parks. Obviously, they have some some other things we'll talk about this episode. But anyway, yeah, that, that's where we are. So yeah, tonight we're going to talk about the various holiday happenings at uh, at Disney World, just in general at at the parks, at the resorts, because it is a little bit different this year. Things are going to be a little bit different, and that's where we are. You're not going to hear about. Like Tom said, you're not going to hear about uh, very merry Christmas. You're not going to hear about uh, parades or fireworks. But there, there is, there are still some some holiday offerings that you know might make it worth uh, might make it worth going down for Christmas. I mean, I you know it's still up in the air for me, but uh, we'll see. Before we get into that, let's uh, let's pause for here from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. So your family is coming to Orlando. And the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. You're not asking for much. You just want the convenience of a clean, affordable stroller or crib delivered to your hotel or vacation home, ready to use. Welcome to Kingdom Strollers, a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. To book your stroller or crib, just click on the item you'd like to reserve and select the dates for your rental. We run a tight ship, so we will never overbook. Next, tell us where you're staying and choose the times for delivery and pickup. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? 
Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today. All right, Tom, it's Christmas time at Disney World. What's your What's your favorite thing? Normal, normal year, Christmas time at Disney World. It's kind of cool that it snows at Disney World. Normally, normally, yeah. yeah it, that's um, that's probably one of my one of my favorite things about uh, about being in Orlando. It's the only place in Florida that I've ever been where it snows in December. And you know, at one point they were just they were really limiting that to like a very merry type offering, but they've expanded it. They had expanded it to Hollywood Studios, Disney Springs area. And Magic Kingdom obviously still had it. So in normal circumstances, that's probably my favorite. But obviously looking at kind of the lineup that the Disney has shared so far, I don't see snow, but it doesn't mean we won't have snow. I, I, I think, and I'm not 100% that they have that they have said no snow. Well, that's just disappointing. Yeah. Because I think the, I think the fear is that it gets too many people uh, together. Well, I guess I guess Disney hasn't paid attention to the, the all the people together on, uh, <laughs> on anywhere Main else. Street and anywhere else in the parks. Well, and, and look, that's that's part of the problem, right? Anytime you get one of these, I mean, these cavalcades are are nice that they're supposedly random, but people are lining up for them. You know, people are not just like going about their business and oh, look a cavalcade. Let's just pause and look at it for a minute. People are lining up for these things, waiting. So let me talk about the cavalcades, and, and Pete, you have certainly seen them now too, and and uh, you know kind of the crowds they generate. I would say that that Pete, my wife, and I, our our folks that we go to Disney with, the people we know that are in Disney now, we are gen- genuinely, or generally, we just happen to come about a cavalcade. We're like, oh, here's a cavalcade. Do you want to stop and see it, or do you want to walk to get ahead of it? That's kind of most how we of operate. T- most of the time, we walk to get ahead of it. Right. Now, my wife enjoys at least seeing each one that day, just one time, you know, 10-second peek at it and, and keep moving, maybe tries to take a picture of them. But what I have seen at Disney World is people, these are the options. You can either stand in line and wait in these socially distanced lines, or you can go into to stores where there's only one entrance, only one exit, and the way the store flows is just kind of a mess. Or you can sit on Main Street, you can sit on Sunset, you can... Uh, Certain areas in Animal Kingdom on the bridges you can hang out to look for these cavalcades, and that's what people are doing. Mm-hmm. And and I told Pete before the episode we talked about this. It doesn't feel like random to me. It doesn't feel like it, it feels like a par- a nonstop parade. Yeah. Well, they, and they're, the frequency that they are happening at right now, because I mean, you look at uh, and we'll get into this in a minute. But if you look at Magic Kingdom, there's like five of these different cavalcades running right now. Yeah, there are and. So obviously when Halloween came about, they had some of the Halloween floats you would typically see in Boudou. That was a huge deal. And now with Christmas upon us, they have some floats that you would see in Very Merry. That's a huge deal. And I guess you just, the way people are viewing their day in the park, I don't know, just without fast passes, it's not too appealing to hop in multiple 50-minute waits this time of the year. And so you've got people sitting and waiting for these cavalcades. So I guess that's the first thing we're talking about in in. As you look at what is Disney doing this year, of course the cavalcades are are going to continue to uh, to come through the parks. Yep, they are, and and, and we'll we'll get into these as we kind of talk about the uh, the individual parks. Um, some of the other things that they're doing, Disney Springs has the uh, has the Christmas tree. I think they're calling it the Christmas tree stroll this year. 
I mean, you, you did this, the Christmas tree trail. It was last a Christmas year. tree trail. Yeah. I was, I don't know if you yeah. saw my, my curiosity on my face. I was like, hmm, I've, I've done that. Yeah. I, th- I think they're calling it the Christmas tree stroll this year. I wonder if, and I'm assuming, so when we went last year, we, I can remember like the Haunted Mansion one. I can remember the Toy Story tree. The Frozen tree was a real popular one. And at time, like the time we went through it, it was almost like too crowded to see those. And I remember asking a cast member, am I allowed to go backwards or do I have to go all the way to the end and then get back to come in the front? And they're like, oh no, like you can wander around in here. Now that they're saying stroll, I wonder if they're going to just, they're they're not going to let people go backwards. They're going to push people through the end of it, I would assume. I, I, I think I think you're probably right here. I think you're probably right here. So we've got that happening at Disney Springs. I mean, obviously, Disney Springs will be decorated. The resorts will be decorated. Uh, you also have holiday offerings in food. You know, the parks are going to have pretty much all of them will have special items added. You've got at Epcot the International Festival of the Holidays. So you'll have you'll have uh, those kinds of offerings. But uh, but so just generally, so let's let's go in park by park and just kind of mention what is happening and start really at, at Magic Kingdom. So obviously, Magic Kingdom every year is decorated. the The uh, holiday decorations come up pretty much overnight. It's actually really amazing if you've never seen the transition from Halloween to Christmas. Uh, it really like the Halloween decorations disappear over and, and overnight the. Uh, the Christmas decorations are up. It's it's that that is Disney magic to me. I mean, I I don't know if you if our listeners. I'm sure because you listen to podcasts, you probably have you consume all the Disney stuff you can. We uh, last year I think they had like the holiday special on ABC that shows how quickly and they can decorate these parks, and it is nuts. I mean, especially if you're in the park back to back days, it's just nuts. It looks totally different. Yep, sure does. And, and Magic Kingdom probably leads the charge here. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I think that certainly the other parks have come a long way in the last really five, ten years towards decorating. You know, if you look at if you look at Animal Kingdom, there really wasn't a whole lot done there. Hollywood Studios has always had some Christmas presents. Epcot, of course, has. Animal Kingdom has come a uh, has come a long way. So, so specific to Magic Kingdom, apart from the decorations, uh, there are a lot of characters that are appearing over the uh, over the entrance to the park, kind of in the train station area, uh, and, and there are some rare characters appearing here. So, you know, people like Geppetto and Alice and Mary Poppins, characters that you just generally don't see in the parks. The Muppets are back at Liberty Square. Now they're not doing the great moments in American history, but but they are back in Liberty Square. They're appearing. I think they're telling jokes that sort of thing but they're not really doing a, a full show we got we got to pause here this is stupid to me <laughs> and i'm not a muppet hater i actually thought the show was 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 pretty good all things considered it doesn't fit theme wise first let's just talk let's just go ahead and address the elephant in the room it it'd be like putting uh, it'd be like putting the hall of presidents next to tower of terror it just really doesn't make sense but it did when they were doing the great moments in American history, though, right? Like because- more so, yep, more so than now. But my issue is, you talk about crowded areas, you talk about bottlenecks. What people are going to stop here? People are going to crowd. They're interacting with guests, which is cool. But you're telling me you can do this, but you can't do a socially distanced 
Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. I I'm not I'm not gonna argue with you on that because I I mean I agree. And maybe I just like Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. You know, I, I do. I like it a lot. So maybe that's it. Maybe I'd, if I, I'm thinking I can choose between the two, that's one I'd rather have. But yeah, this is this is weird to me. It's a weird move by Disney, but people are enjoying it. And if, um, you know, Pete, I know we both are considering pulling the trigger on a December trip. I will probably go by and see it. The, right, what um, else? The, a couple more with, characters, right? Yeah, staying with the characters. Jiminy Cricket is out at the, um, is it Pinocchio's Village House? Yeah, yep. Above, he's above uh, above Pinocchio Village House. So Jiminy Cricket, super rare character to find. I, I know I've shared it on the podcast before. When I was a kid, we searched high and low one trip for him and fortunately did find him. Uh, but that's always – like it's kind of like Geppetto. Those are cool characters to see. Even though you're not doing meet and greets, you are able to see him from a distance, wave, take pictures of him, all that kind of jazz. And then the, uh, the other characters, I guess, that are out and about, Chip and Dale – walk on the archway between Country Bears and the Frontier Mercantile. Mm-hmm. In Frontierland, yeah. And one that we don't have listed that I would be surprised if, if they don't make appearances. I know when we were there, we did see Winnie the Pooh and Friends off the balcony of Crystal Palace. Yeah. Or the porch area, rather, not the balcony, yeah. the porch area of Crystal Palace. I would be surprised if they're not out and about as well uh, during, during this uh, holiday season. And then you've got the cavalcades, and there are a lot, like like we talked about, there are a lot of cavalcades happening at Magic Kingdom. Uh, you've got Mickey's Holiday Cavalcade. You've got the Goofy Cavalcade, which is like he's riding around on food, basically. I mean, it's a very food-themed floats. Uh, you've got Santa. Uh, you've got the Princess Processional, which which is holiday-themed now. Uh, they, you know, same same. Princesses, everything, but uh, but it is holiday themed, and then you also have the uh, the toy soldiers with the Main Street Philharmonic. These are these are I don't know. I mean, people love these. I again, I they don't they don't add or I don't think they add or, or take anything away. I mean, if there weren't cavalcades, I would just feel the crowds even more because they'd just be sitting in lines. So they certainly do grab crowds. I have seen all of these cavalcades online. I have not seen them all in, in person. And people are, are kind of lining the streets of Main Street. You can think, if you think back to the, what the parade routes were, so you can, you can catch them in different areas. You don't have to be on Main Street. You can catch them over in Frontierland. That's where I recommend trying to see them, like near Country Bear Jamboree, because there's just not as much of a crowd as there's on Main Street. Um, I, I don't know. Do you have a favorite between these, Pete? I, I mean, I, I like I like the holiday, Mickey's Holiday Cavalcade. Now, I will say that if we do end up going that, we're not going to be able to miss the princess processional because, you know, my daughter's a huge Disney princess uh, fan. So, but no, I like the, uh, I like Mickey's holiday cavalcade. And the other, the other thing that is back in magic kingdom, dapper dancing and holiday tunes. First off, great, great that that entertainment has not been cut. And that, you know, I do think they add, add something to magic kingdom. They're a staple in my opinion. They're extremely talented singers. And so that's always fun. It kind of gets you in the Christmas mood when you're standing in 70-degree weather. <laughs> um, so that's cool. And then probably my favorite thing is the castle projections. And I was interested to see what these would look like. Again, we haven't seen these in person, but I have seen them online. The castle got a paint job during this uh, – uh, really out throughout all of this year. It started pre-COVID. And you just kind of wonder, well, what's it going to look like on the castle? It looked great. The projections I've seen look fantastic. And I think the 
the color that Disney painted the castle was a specially created shade. Yeah, you, you've got to think that they did this on purpose, right? Like they picked the colors that they picked so that the the projections worked a little bit better. I mean, not that, that they looked bad before, but just to really make them, I guess, kind of pop. That's my understanding, that, that that's the uh, why they chose the shade they did. And then based on the Florida sun, how it would react and change color over time. was another, it, Remember how it almost looked like too pink when it first got painted? Yes. It, it's kind yes. of started to fade now. It looks it looks really good. Yeah. So what else? Um, I mean, that's really it at Magic Kingdom. Again, I, I uh, Magic Kingdom is is always kind of the I would say sets the standard for for holiday decorations, right? You know, we've we've talked about this on past episodes too. It certainly sets a standard, but Disney's come a long way pre pre COVID, right? I mean, they they really had ramped up the holiday offerings at all four theme parks and Disney Springs. Um, looking over at Hollywood Studios as the next park for us, probably my favorite cavalcade that I had seen was in Hollywood Studios, the Pixar cavalcade. Now, okay. there's some of the layoffs. I don't think all those characters, like the Green Army Men, for example, I do not think are included. My wife sent an email to Disney with her frustration over this, that uh, <laughs> that as an annual pass holder, this is something that, that uh, is one of the many reasons we will not be renewing our annual passes, just some of the layoffs they're doing. We don't think it's right. But anyway... They do have a Santa Claus motorcade, and so he he basically rides around on a car with elves carrying presents. That is, which I, uh, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's a because Hollywood Studios has always been the cool park to me. So this is cool that he's in a, a car. Yeah, yeah. Do the, is I, it the cars that they uh, did they just take these cars from in the middle cars? of test track or from do they no. take these cars <laughs> from Lights Motor Action? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't think this came from from that but who knows the uh the other one we have is a mickey and friends at minnie's holiday dine at hollywood and vine so mickey uh, minnie pluto uh, and santa goofy yeah i i mean it's a character it's a character meal if you've ever eaten at hollywood and vine you you know what you're in for here the, the food's not going to be great right but you do get to see these characters. Now, they do pose for pictures. They do not come to your tables. So what happens is they basically walk around the restaurant and they stay kind of away from everybody. They you do like get an autograph. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You do get an autograph card with all their autographs on them because, again, they're not coming to your table. But, uh, but they're not going you know, to stop by and pose for pictures with you. Pete, do you think this is the new way they're going to do character meet and greets? Not, I mean, I and, and I don't mean not coming to your table, but the uh, autograph cards. Yeah, oh yeah, I think so. I think it's a good idea because really? I mean, for those people, oh. for, I mean, for those people that that want the uh, now, I mean, does that change once? Well, if if we ever get back to I, who knows, who knows? I just think the autograph card feels lazier. I'd agree with that. And and I know you talked about with your autograph books, y'all would have the autograph and then the picture with the character. Correct. And I mean, Disney had it down to a system. I mean, there was pretty little variance between there was little variance between you know every time you went, the the character's autograph was the character's autograph. You had like yep. the Buzz Lightyear who had the stamps. But I don't know. I, I I do I do fear we're going to the autograph card. And I also fear that you'll be able to buy a book that has all characters' autographs in it already. Yeah, see that? that Yeah, I don't like that. 
Uh, another one of my favorite holiday offerings, the projections on Tower of Terror. I've always thought they looked incredible. Uh, Muppet Gingerbread House, Arendelle, Toy Story. But the issue with to me, and and I guess we touched on this at the beginning of the episode, and I just was unaware. No sound effects, no snow. Yeah. What the heck? Well, it, it, they just they don't want people. Con- you know, if if they say, "Hey, we're going to have snow at seven o'clock or six o'clock or seven o'clock," park be closed, I guess. But if we're going to have snow at six o'clock, where do you think all these people are going to go? They're going to go where the snow is, and that they're trying to avoid groups of people. I don't know, man. It's just I I understand it, but it still is frustrating. I hate it yep. for the people that have planned their Disney trip for years, and they're pulling the trigger and going during Christmas, and it's going to be. And this is what they get. Yep, it's going to be like this. Yeah, but the the castle proje- or the uh, projections on the Tower of Terror are are great, and they've been great for a couple of years now. I don't. There's nothing that's going to change that, but but it will be a little bit different this year. And they've got decorations all throughout Echo Lake area. Um, Gertie is that how you pronounce the dinosaur's name? Gertie, 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 Gertie. is back. Yeah, Ger- I don't know why I thought Gertai. Not once you said the name, I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely how you say it. Uh, but you know, here we are. I've already said it the wrong way, so I'm just going to keep go. rolling with it. Gertai uh, has been decorated, and Santa hat, uh, a little Santa beard, looks really good. Galaxy's Edge doesn't get a ton of makeover, and Toy Story Land to me is like pre-Christmas decorated always. You know, they have those Christmas lights strung throughout Toy Story Land, and it is worthwhile to try and well, now that time has obviously changed, you can stay in there at night, but. When we were there last, we had to slowly move our feet out of Galaxy's Edge through Toy Story Land to see it lit up and then hop in line for Slinky Dog. But um, that's pretty much it at Hollywood Studios. You know, obviously with no fireworks, there would normally be a Christmas-themed fireworks show. I think it was called Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam uh, last go-around. So that's pretty much it at Hollywood Studios. Okay. So Animal Kingdom. I mean, really not a ton at Animal Kingdom either. You do have uh, the the special Christmas flotillas. You'll have a Santa flotilla. Animal Kingdom doesn't have the cavalcades, right? I mean, I, I don't remember seeing... So they're not cavalcades in the sense of like rolling through the park. They're on boats. Yeah, that's those are the flotillas. Yeah, they don't... So they, I still call them cavalcades, but they're not... They're, you, have to, yeah. you have to catch them in the water. Yeah, okay. I didn't think they... I didn't think they had cavalcades. So... So yeah, they'll have these these holiday flotillas, Santa, Donald, Daisy, and Scrooge. What else? And, and the, I mean, obviously, Animal Kingdom at, gets a bad rap from you for Christmas. I don't. Well, I just don't uh, think you've spent I don't, enough time there. I don't know Hall that I've ever been since they really started doing stuff at Animal Kingdom for Christmas. I mean, I've certainly never been to Pandora at Christmas time. Yeah, I mean, so the Pandora Christmas decorations are awesome because they look like what you would imagine. You know the the land of Pandora trying to create what they think America, you know, American Christmas looks like. And over in Dino land, they put a ton of work in with lights and Christmas decorations in that main area by the uh, stores right in front of tree of life. There's always nice decorations there. I guess like, I don't always visit Dino land, but I always go during Christmas. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Cause they really tried to ramp up their offering. I think, uh, I tr- maybe I overhype a little bit. Pete undersells a little bit, so it's probably somewhere in the middle. Is how there I would say that's, most that's people's fair. experience would be. That's fair. Now, one thing I have not heard about, I would assume they're not going to do it. They had a fantastic Tree of Life projection show that uh, during the Christmas season it ran kind of on a loop, similarly to what you've seen at, at um, 
Hollywood Studios on Tower mm-hmm. of Terror. I would, I they're not going to do it because there's no, if there's no sound effects, it's not going to give the. Uh, it wouldn't be the same show. Maybe they'll run it and just have no sound effects. I don't know, but it was really really good when uh, when we saw it last. Anything else in Animal Kingdom? I mean, I, you know, again, it's it's. Uh... Tuli Canteen is still at Animal Kingdom. I feel like we, we always need to mention that. We d- we do need to mention that, and you know, not only that the and, and I feel like you do maybe overhype this a little bit, but yeah the the Christmas decorations in in Pandora are pretty cool. Speaking speaking of Tuli Canteen and food, do you think Pizzeria Italia has any Christmas decorations? I, it would surprise me if that place ever changes. I hope it. Well, I hope it never changes. <laughs> Going over to Epcot. Epcot to me is the most impacted by COVID restrictions as it relates to Christmas. So, obviously, no candlelight processional this year. No holiday stage performances in each country. Uh, the story of Christmas that has been shared. Those those cast members are not going to be there. It's really. I don't know. And it's a slimmed down version of the International Festival of Holidays. Like, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the parks, this one feels that it's been impacted the most. Yeah, I agree. It, it, no candlelight processional is, is tough because that's been a staple of Epcot for forever. Right. It was always, it was always exciting to see, hey, Who's coming this year? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not one that has ever been to the candlelight processional, but I always would check who would be there during the dates that I may be in Epcot, just out of curiosity. I mean, you're walking through, you may you may stand in the back and and just take a peek if it's if it's somebody big, you know mm-hmm. they they have um they have some real big names that typically are included with this. It obviously draws a crowd. It's a reservation. You know, you can. There's a couple different ways you can get into it. People line up as early as they can for this. And so that is uh, that's discouraging that that will not be here, and I guess the only other I mean, I just it's weird. It, it's weird that you won't have kind of the stage performances and the cast members the, the telling the Christmas story throughout each country. That is something that I don't. I guess I never made a point to wait to watch it, but I would try to time it up well for certain ones. Yeah, man, you you do still have a like you said a slimmed down festival of the holidays, which. You know, which is nice. I mean, it, it it feels like a continuation of food and wine, or whatever. What what's going on now? Whatever, whatever, whatever festival it is, I guess. You know, it's it really having a slimmed down version of the International Festival of the Holidays. It fits right in with the theme of Epcot. There's a slimmed down version of Epcot right now. <laughs> uh, most of the park is under construction, and so I, I don't even bother with Future World, and. Maybe I should because there's going to be less in the World Showcase, and I'm, I know I'm being negative, but it's just unfortunately the state the state of Epcot right now is is interesting. It is very interesting. So that's I mean that's really it for the parks. If we miss anything, I'm sure somebody will let us know. Uh, but uh, going over the resorts, I mean the resorts are decorated for Christmas, and they're beautifully decorated for Christmas. You know the the deluxe resorts are all going to have their their Christmas tree. I don't. I haven't heard anything about the gingerbread houses. Although I, I, it would surprise me if they did the gingerbread houses this year. Yeah, I mean, we typically, we being my family, my wife and I, we do go through the resorts if we're there during the holidays to see the decorations, to see the Christmas trees that are themed to the resorts they are at. 
Uh, the gingerbread houses are a highlight for many. I'm kind of take it or leave it on the gingerbread houses, but um, my favorite one's probably in the contemporary because there's a fun hidden Mickey game associated with that one that uh, where you have to find all the hidden Mickeys. But yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, Disney's doing the best they can with the hand they're being dealt. And some of the park entertainment and offerings is not there. And they obviously have, have restricted some of the things they're doing at the resorts themselves. But it, it's still Christmas in Disney, and it's still an awesome, awesome time to be there. I just wouldn't recommend going for your first time or going for your once every five or six year trip now. I would, I would probably advise waiting a couple of years. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you're not... Uh... If, if, if this is your once-in-a-lifetime trip, I don't know if this is when, when you want to do it. But yeah, I mean, that's we've, we've had some Christmas-themed shows lately. Um, obviously, tis the season. But yeah, I was going to say. Is, um, that's kind of what, what we know about, the, the without being there on the ground walking walking through it, that's kind of what we know from where we're at. And if we, if we do end up going, which we'll know really soon, if, uh, well, I mean, are you... Are you dead set, or are you uh, you still on the fence? So here's my issue. I'm still I'm still waiting for a a DVC deal. Uh, we talked about that on, on I think the Patreon episode, one of the Patreon episodes. Yeah, kind of how to do DVC res- reservation booking. So I'm I'm waiting on finding the resort. I won't before I tell my mom to buy the tickets because once she buys the tickets, obviously we're in. Yep. And that's yep. the that's the risk. Is there a resort? that we could pick that's probably fine. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I We're still – but the thing is, reservations are filling up for the parks. So yep. you're, you're playing that game too. It's not just like guaranteed admission with a park ticket because of the way the reservation system works. So I don't know. What about you? Where are you at with it? Pretty much the same boat. I mean, we're, we're waiting for anything to pop up just just to see if, uh, if it's going to happen. And, you know, if again, if we get a deal – that's that's what we'll do. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird time uh, to, be, <laughs> to to be booking a trip to Disney. I mean, we're we're a couple of weeks away from the dates we want to go on. Not even really. Yeah, and I mean, we're like still a week on the fence. Yeah. So but yeah, that is. Uh, if we get down there, I'm sure we'll have more to report um, following that trip as far as experience at the park and you know, obviously the Christmas aspect of it. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, anything else to say? Uh, that is it for me. We can go to the secret and trivia if you're ready. Let's do it. So we're going to start with the secret of the night. Did you know the first Club 33 location was opened in the New Orleans Square section of Disneyland Park? It was originally an exclusive VIP lounge for Walt Disney to entertain important guests and corporate sponsors. However, following the death of Disney, individual members individual memberships were also offered. The concept of Club 33 became so popular that there are now lounges located in Tokyo Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, and Walt Disney World. In fact, there's a Club 33 lounge now in each of the theme parks of Walt Disney World, uh, which you'll hear more about here in a second with our trivia question. Going to the trivia question last week, I thank you guys for the turnout. I asked you to participate because I thought it was one that everyone could, could have a fair chance at getting. And, of course, a lot of you did get it correct. I asked, what Disney Resort offers horseback riding? Fort Wilderness is a Disney Resort that offers horseback riding uh, during your stay. Now, I'm going to the trivia question this week. I think it's much more difficult. I actually asked it to Pete earlier, and he was 75% correct. So, I am the question of the week, trivia question of the week, where are the Club 33 lounges located in Disney World? 
So I already gave you the hint that there's one in each park. Tell me the area in the park that they're located. And there's actually names that go with each of them as bonus points if you know the names. That is uh, great too. You can tweet us at Podcast or email us at at gmail.com with your guesses. All right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at Podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, please tweet us or email us at mendoWDW at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week.